Hi, Linda Phils here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. Now, here's why you want to listen. I'm a preacher's daughter who went from wearing hand-me-downs to giving people a hand up in life and in business. As a woman, a wife, a mom, and a glass ceiling smasher, business owner, dream resurrector, and coffee aficionado, I love working with men and women like you, from the boardroom to the classroom. I've met with adversity, met with success, and overcome a few obstacles along the way. I've learned the strangest secrets of how to succeed as one who is a spiritual professional, empowering anyone who wants to fulfill their calling in life. I'm here each week to share the strangest secrets to success with you. So let's get started. Well, you know, we talked a little bit about our teams and our staff and a little bit about casting vision. Let's switch gears for a minute and think about some of our favorite clients over the years and some of our experiences that we've had. You know, I still fondly remember my key clients and stay in touch with them to some degree. And when you really work hard together on large feats, you're going to be bonded at some mm-hmm. hard level because when you're working with your clients in a fast-paced environment, you're going to see their disappointments in life. You're going to see their dreams and visions beyond their business and the project. And often that's a place where we're able to um, give some hope to yeah. a person that may not have a prayer life or may have a, a, a beginning of a prayer life. And so I know that's our joy when we look back at the people God's brought us in contact with. But uh, would you have a story about a favorite client or situation that kind of uh, would depict what some of the unusual things are you've ended up doing? Yeah, uh, I I have a lot of favorite clients through the years. And uh, to me, the people are the joy of what I do. And um, But one in particular uh, comes to mind and uh, – his name was Dave, and Dave was a termite inspector. He was a pest inspector. And in the field of real estate, you, you have to have people like Dave that uh, come alongside of uh, home sellers and buyers and do those inspections when we've got a home under contract. And so we ended up working with Dave from the onset. Uh, we got connected with him. And so, you know, five years into the process, 10 years into the process, we were calling Dave to come and do home inspections, uh, pest inspections for us. And he was precious. Um, he was pretty, pretty raw, rough and crusty kind of old guy. Um, and Yet he was soft on the, he'd let us get a little glimpse of his heart from time to time. And as a company, he just got into our hearts and we got into his. And uh, we know that because when he'd want to drop a report off at our office, we, we couldn't hardly get him to leave because he just wanted to hang out and have a cup of coffee and see how people were doing. And so as a company, we just took Dave on before the Lord in the place of prayer. And because he, we really did love him and, um, and we, we got to know his wife and sometimes she'd be here with them. And so we just prayed for him. We prayed for his health. He was, he was somewhat frail. We prayed for his soul because he, he needed Jesus and, um, and we were just real with him. And so from a few times he'd come in the office and we'd ask if we could pray for him and he would let us do it. And, 
you know, just as we saw him uh, getting older and getting a little more frail in his, his body. And so anyway, having worked with him for probably 15 or more years, um, one day he gave me a call and, and uh, he never called me by my name. He always called me Darlin. He said, <laughs> Darlin, it's Dave. He said, I want you to do my funeral for me. And I said, really? What? And he said, yep, I want you to do my funeral. And I said, are, are you not doing very well? He goes, I'm dying. I'm dying. Mm -hmm. And he just, you know, he just talked real, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, and we talked real back to him through the years. And um, I said, well, Dave, um, I, 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 I think I can do that. I said, I'm not, I'm not really a minister, but I, I think I can do that. He goes, well, you can talk, can't you? And I said, well, he goes, I know you can. I've heard you talk. And I said, of course I can talk. I, I, yes, I can do your funeral and I'll, you know, I will do it. And I said, but in order to be able to do it, I'm going to have to come over and talk to you and talk to your wife and just get some things down on paper and make sure that, you know, that, that we have a funeral that is, is worthy of, you know, who you are. And so he, he had me come over, which was very, very unusual. I don't think he had people to his home. And, and, um, and when I showed up, he was on oxygen and he looked frailer than, you know, I had seen him. And I sat around the kitchen table with him and his wife. And I said, Dave, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to be able to give your family some good news when I do this funeral uh, and I do this, uh, this service for you. And I'm going to have to be able to tell them that, that you made peace with God. And I said, so are you ready to do that? And he said, I am. And wow. just like that. And, uh, you know, through the years, there'd been pushback. But at that moment, there was none. He said, I am. And I said, well, then this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this right now. And Jesus has been waiting for you, you know, and I just led him in a prayer and um, he, he was visibly shaken, you know, I mean, I truly believe that there was true repentance. Yes. Uh, his wife was um, visibly shaken and, and as we pray, as he prayed and I just agreed with him in that place of prayer um, when he finished, I said, now, Dave, now I'm going to be able to deliver some good news to them. And I said, so now what we need to talk about is your family. And I want to know about your son. I want to know the most precious thing to you about your son. And I did this with his daughter and I did it with his grandkids and his wife. And I wrote things down and, um, he passed away and, uh, wow. we, we did the funeral and on that day, Linda, here's what was so beautiful. The people that came uh, to his funeral were from every walk of life. Some of them were past neighbors and um, past friends and uh, clients of his. And I was able to tell them, you know, all is well with Dave today. Wow. And as I was able to share that with them, I could see that they were excited. Some of them were really happy to hear that. And when the service was over, I had at least a half a dozen people come up to me and say, I was, I've prayed for Dave for 30 years. 
he was my neighbor or I knew Dave, you know, back up. My kids went to school with him. I've been praying for him. And so what I saw from that was that the Lord puts believers in strategic places all around our neighborhoods, all around our communities, all in our businesses. And he wants us to be those, those bright lights in those places that he's put us not only to be praying for the people around us, but also to be loving them and serving them. So that, that's Dave. That's my, one of my favorite I clients. I love that story, Diane. And uh, I know I'll see him again one day. That's awesome. You know, that is one of my favorite stories. I love to hear you tell because for the man or woman in the workplace who is thinking they are not in an important place of influence for the Lord, nothing could be further from the truth. They are right where they need to be, uh, where they can be Jesus with skin on, right up close and personal. And had you waited to see if you could get Dave in a church house, his salvation may not have uh, manifested, you know. But by being salt and light right where you are every day, during all those inspections and phone calls and cups of coffee, you were in just the perfect place at the perfect time to usher him into salvation. That is beautiful. I love that. It was a lot. It was a joy and it was a joy for our whole office because it was a collective endeavor as as we prayed for Dave through the years and loved him and served him. And we hired him to come and do our own, you know, check for spiders at my house, Dave, come on over, (laughs) you know, just to get him in our house. Right, right. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, it's fun to remember the exciting stories and even learn from the lessons. And I was just thinking about it. I think between the two of us, we've got over 50 years of business experience. And so I'm wondering, what is the most important thing we would want to say to our listeners on the podcast audience today? All kinds of questions come up. People have started out to build their business. They may have run into some rough patches along the way, or they may be just extremely successful. But when you look back at the way God's led you through your business and some of the things that he's done, what would you say is the most important thing you would tell uh, a businessman or woman today who was ready to hear your best lesson from your experience? I think the most important lesson, once you're, you're in business, so you know, you've moved into that, the most important lesson I would have to, to uh, talk on is stay the course mm-hmm. is um, don't easily conclude that because it's gotten difficult, it's time to throw in the towel and quit. I would say it, when it gets difficult, it is, it is now time to lay hold of a new set of, of understanding and wisdom and application that the Lord is just longing to make known if we'll ask him and if we'll reach out for uh, more learning, get, get, the, get the expert in to help talk to you about the situation that you're confronted with and how, it, how they handled it or how they would advise you to handle it. You know, in a multitude of counselors, there's success, right? And so I, I find that people grow weary much too quickly. And I think staying the course is, um, is, is what I would advise them to do. Uh, continue to ask the Lord for wisdom and seek the expertise of others. 
Well, I think you're right, hit that right on the nose, Diane. And men and women in any field of work are going to at times hit a wall or wonder if they're in the right place or wonder if they've messed up so badly that they can't get back on course. And I think one thing that I've loved about our friendship is we've been praying early in the morning on Mondays for about a decade now, if my math is right. And it all comes from that dialogue. You're exactly right. Go to God with your business. Ask the Lord what he would tell you and find those who have wisdom to contribute to your journey that would take you into that next step. I remember asking the Lord a long time ago for a big new challenge and I was scribbling out it out as a prayer on a tablet in a meeting and what happened over that next 12 years was phenomenal and is given me experience that I can mine out lessons for men and women in the marketplace today. And at the heart of all, any and all of those lessons is, is exactly what you're saying. Don't give up. Mm -hmm. Keep praying. Keep going back to the mat. If the Lord called you to it, he will surely perform it. And there's ways we can cooperate with him more fully in our prayers and in coming back to the table to sign up yet again and again. Yeah. Yep, I agree with that. Signing up again and again because there's there's more that the Lord wants to do in and through these ones that are meeting the obstacles and meeting the difficult places. And it's only when you hit those hard places that the growth begins, you know, that it launches you into an, a whole new desperation to get understanding that you that you would not be reaching for if you hadn't hit the obstacle. It's sort of a divine setup, isn't it? I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, this has been a lot of fun. We'll have to do this again. Thank you for chatting with me today and just coming in the back room here and spending some time uh, celebrating the good things God's done and the hope that he has for all of us in our businesses. You are welcome. My pleasure. We hope you're loving The Linda Field Show and that these ideas are helping you succeed day by day. We know you're busy and don't always get the resources you need to grow in your development as a spiritual professional. That's why Linda has created True Tribe, a community of learning for men and women who are ready to experience God-made success. You can access helpful classes and put your learning to work by getting started today for just $1. Come on over to truetribe.org slash join and get what's waiting for you inside True Tribe. See you over at truetribe.org slash join.